Hello and welcome to Style Not Fashion with me, Talia. Today we are covering micro habits that changed my life. And these are small things. They're very small and I'm going to keep it short and I'm going to keep it sweet. Um, I'll be honest with you, I recorded this podcast um, a while ago and I did it while I was standing up. I thought it I don't know I like to talk with my hands I'm Italian like I I like to move when I talk and the whole episode sounded like I was out of breath and it translated to like anxiety so here we are again it's part two um I'm here I don't have tea today I just have a big tumbler of water super boring but um So these are just some small little things that have helped me in my life um, just to make my style, my, um, my shopping habits, my dressing habits, my wardrobe, like whatever you want to call them, wardrobe habits, just easier. And um, so yeah, without further ado, um, let's get into it. Actually, um, since I'm a real podcast now and I've launched on Instagram and everything um do follow me there it is linked in the show notes for you um I've decided to do some segments also if you have not already um follow me on TikTok that is also linked in my link tree you can follow me on Poshmark my Poshmark has been booming lately it's got over 2,000 followers and I'm ecstatic about it Um, also leave me a review under every single, um, episode of Style Not Fashion. There is a little segment on Spotify, um, where you can suggest a topic. So tell me what you want to hear. Give me some suggestions, um, and do, you know, give it a rating. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Um, so yeah, let's get into our segments. Okay. So my first segment is weekly favorites and I know a lot of people do this one but I want to approach it from a different angle. I want it to be something that you might already have in your closet that doesn't get enough love or something that is easily accessible that is on the more affordable side of things Um, and I hate when I'm like into a podcast and I'm like already halfway through it and all they've done is the segments. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. So my favorite this week is my, they're my dangly earrings. They're the best things ever. Sometimes I find myself just rushing out the door once I get my outfit on, but I've been loving just taking a minute to pause and open up my jewelry box and enjoy all the jewelry that's in there. Not, I'm not talking about my fine jewelry. I'm talking about just fun costume pieces, you know, that remind me of places and people and like all that good stuff. There is something to be said for waking up with your statement jewelry on. Sorry, excuse me, your signature jewelry on. We've talked about this before, but you also want to just spice it up a bit. You know, it's really fun to do that. And So I think dangly earrings are part of that like specific group 
of items that go along with like the joys of being a woman. I don't want to get too philosophical here, but there are things in life that as a woman, I enjoy feeling more feminine with. Like I love the sound that my heels make, like the click clack of my heels and the way that they make me feel and make me feel powerful. And that's, you know, something specifically that's feminine and I wear them and they make me feel good. You know, like the feeling of like lipstick on my lips and then it goes on the glass and then it comes I come away from the glass and it makes like a little stain or like tucking my hair behind my ear this is like getting really specific and I'm sorry but dangly earrings like specifically when they like dangle I I don't know it's like it's like powerful it's like it's I don't even know how to describe it I don't know if anyone else can relate to this you might think I'm a psycho for this Rightly so, maybe. But um, I've just been loving my random dangly earrings that I have. And I've just been loving pairing them with whatever outfit I have on that day. Um, So, yeah. They're also, like, the first thing that I often notice about people. You know, everyone says that shoes are what you first notice about a person. Um, And then something else. But... For, I think for me, it goes shoes and then like earrings. Like they're such a, they're such a face framing tool, you know, like, so yeah. All right. Moving on to our next segment, which is our quote, our quote of the week. This is from Iris Apfel. Being stylish and being fashionable are two entirely different things. You can easily buy your way into being fashionable. Style, I think, is in your DNA. It implies originality and courage. The worst that can happen is that you fail and you don't die from doing that. This is just totally the essence of what I'm trying to convey in this podcast, and I figured I would start with this one. This quote inspired this podcast, and I think a lot of people buy fashionable items and put them on and call that style, but it's that's really not style. You know, you're buying your way into looking good but style comes from within there's a million things I could talk about here but I don't want to get off topic um I just I think that it's very true what she says about you know your your originality and courage is shown in style and I think that that's what it's all about like if someone sees my outfit and they don't like it it's I get the the fact that they don't like it is besides the point. It's the fact that I tried. Like I put myself out there. I'm being me. So I think this quote is super relevant as we get into this age where no one no one is like the only way to come up with a a trend is for you to invent it yourself. Like it's no longer trendy to be trendy, right? Like we're reverting to the classics. I talk about this all the time. Like we're, we're doing the sweater around the neck. We're doing like the trousers. We're going back to this, to this classic like period of time. And it's no longer trendy to be trendy. I hope you understand what I'm talking about here. Emma Chamberlain has a really good stance on this too. Um, But like, I just feel like, we're getting tired of 
buying, you know, over and over the same trends. And the the only way to be trendy now is just for you to come up with it on your own. How you tie your scarf, how you play, where you place like your belt and like how you layer your button downs and how you how you wear things it's about how you know all right so I hope you enjoyed my segments I really do I'm excited to keep going with them so let's get into micro habits that changed my life um you know I'm not perfect I can't guarantee this will work for you but um these are just little things so all right makeup before getting dressed, putting on clothes, and making my outfit. I've always, always, always found it better to get dressed. I mean, sorry, do my makeup and do my hair before getting dressed because it just sets the stage better. And I feel like I, I buy the, I buy the outfit in my mind better. Like it takes me twice as long to get dressed when I don't have makeup and hair done. And I'm not saying that you need your makeup and hair done. Sometimes I don't wear any makeup and sometimes I don't even brush my hair. But like, this is, this is how it is. Like, (laughs) you know, you you just, um, you get dressed quicker if you, if the rest of you is ready to go. And that's kind of your like final procedure, if that makes sense. Micro habit number two. I stopped asking for opinions as much I with age I've come to feel like other people's opinions when I asked for them ended up just clouding my own um thoughts and judgment this can be applied to a lot of things and I don't want to get too philosophical here but at the end of the day you are the one who has to wear the outfit and I do appreciate a friend's input when shopping and styling like I FaceTime people all the time and ask them you know what do you think of this like what I've had a lot of weddings this summer and my friends can attest that I would call them like at least once a week with a new dress on um but I just sometimes I find that I was not even looking for, like, an opinion. I was just kind of looking for, like, looking for agreement. Um, But anyways, at the end of the day, you are the one who has to wear it. You're the one who has to buy it if you're out shopping. Um, So I've stopped asking for opinions as much, as much. Take that with a grain of salt. Number three, I've started consigning my stuff big time, big time. And it is not as hard as I thought at all. For more information on this, please check out Tea with Talia Consignments. I believe it was posted on August 31st. Um, Do look into that if you're interested. I won't spend too much time on it, but I have a healthy habit of, um, you know, when things 
when I feel like something is stale, I don't hesitate to, you know, put it aside and um, make an appointment. And soon enough, I have a bunch of stuff to bring. And, you know, it ends up, um, it ends up doing decently. It ends up doing decently. Probably because I buy, I have a sustainable closet, like I buy investment pieces or I thrift investment pieces and, you know, consignment, we all know that it works for the brand over the actual product, you know, the, they value the brand a lot. So when you bring it in, that's a very important thing that they look for, sometimes even more important than what the actual item is. Number four, using ThreadUp as a recycling program. Um, so basically, I purchase, no, sorry, I just go on ThreadUp.com. You don't even, yeah, you don't have to buy it. Um, it's, uh, you can get a bag sent to your house or you can print out a label. And instead of using that as a consignment thing... I use it for my things that are ripped, that are soiled, like beyond my control, that I can't fix. Um, And I do this because they have a rescue program. And so it's that last attempt to, for me, make money on the item. And also, if they don't accept it, I trust them to recycle it responsibly more than my city, to be honest with you. Um, you know, my city has a recycling program and you leave your clothes outside in like a little pink bag and they'll recycle it for you. But I don't know. I feel like ThreadUp has a much better system going on. Um, Cause at least someone sorts through it and you know, I feel like they really look at the item. But anyways, the rescue program is a side of the site where people are able to buy items that are in tough condition and I believe they buy them in bulk I've never purchased from this I've my stuff has ended up there absolutely but um and they they fix them up um so yeah I mean I'm not this is not me like trying to scam someone you know, like they ex- they end up buying a piece that, you know, is soiled and thought up doesn't know and they get it and they feel scammed. Um, it's really just another way for me to make a couple extra bucks and also make sure my stuff is recycled. Um, and for some reason, I just, I really like this initiative and it makes me excited to clean out my closet. It really does. Okay, number five. I hung everything in my wardrobe up. (laughs) You might think I'm psycho for this. I understand. No, I don't have the space to do this. I live in an apartment. I don't have a ton of space at all, at all, to hang up all my items by any means, but... Somehow I did it with the help of Ikea sliding door wardrobe things. And now everything is hung up. And 
now in one kind of take, I can see everything instead of it being like folded away. And also you can take it out and play around with it on the hangers and then not have to fold it all back up and put it in your drawers. So this is like just a cleaning habit of mine. You know, it's just a little micro habit, but really worked out for me because I ended up seeing things that I never saw before and making outfits that I never knew existed from my closet. Um, so that was really cool. Okay. Number six. Are we on number six? Okay. Nailine nail glue for fake nails. So take this one with a grain of salt. I feel like you're either two types of people. You either get your nails done or you get fake nails. You know? Um, unfortunately, I'm just at a time in my life where I don't have time to sit at the nail salon anymore. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do. I enjoy it. I would love to do it. But unfortunately, it's just not in the cards for me right now. So I have a little micro habit, micro hack for you, more or less. You're going to go on Amazon. You're going to find Kiss brand fake nails. It's very important. They have to be Kiss brand. I'm sorry. Don't even bother with anything else. I've tried them all. Really, I have. I have really tried them all. (laughs) Um, and you know, they have French, they have natural, they have anything that you like. I'm more of a natural girl these days, or I'll do a bright red. I'm really either French, natural, or bright red. I think, like, I just rotate between those three. But, you know, they have them, and you're going to go on Amazon, and you're going to set up a subscription to these. So that you don't even have to, like, think about it. And, you know, if you... You can get them every three weeks. You can get them every two months, whatever you want to do. I have them on for like every three weeks and a new set comes. And so then you are going to buy Nailene Nail Glue. You don't have to do the subscription. I don't because this tiny little bottle I'm looking at it now is going to last you forever. Um, But this glue is the best thing that's ever happened to me. If you know me. I am known for just like always having one finger imperfect, like one finger, all the nails would be gorgeous, right? And then one finger like fell off and then I just like kind of have to deal with it. This nail glue does not let up and somehow, you know, I'm able to get them off okay and everything. It just, I can't even explain to you how life-saving this glue is. It's the best nail glue I've ever had ever um so yeah number seven taking taking care of your closet before you really have to so you just did your laundry it came out wrinkly are you gonna put it back no no you are not gonna put it back until it is ironed and and lint rolled and you took a razor to the pilling 
I can't express to you how important it is when trying to utilize the maximum potential of your closet to have everything ready. You will not wear something. Like the chances of you creating an outfit with a piece that is wrinkled in your closet or isn't makes you sad, has a negative connotation because, you know, it has some pilling and you put it back like that. The odds of you wearing something like that and like you reaching for it subconsciously and creating outfits in your head with it is just not, it's not going to happen. Do the care before. And um, there's this quote that I like to think about when I'm having a hard time getting myself to do this. And someone said, choose your hard. It's hard to take care of the clothes, you know, when you're rushing to get to work in the morning, but it's also hard to do it before you really have to. And so I choose the lesser of those hards. I choose the less difficult one. I choose the one that sets me up for success, which is doing the one, doing the earlier one. Um, Be nicer to your future self. You know, you're going to meet her eventually. How do you want to meet her? You know? All right. Number eight. This is a very simple one. Tiny little simple one. Think about your outfit beforehand and I know this is like such an obvious one sure but when I have a free little extra moment I just think about you know the things I have coming up in the next few days the things I have coming up this weekend like immediate things and I go through it's it's fun for me honestly it's fun I just try to think about you know, what's really popping off in my closet right now? Like, what do I want to make an outfit with? And I just, I just think about those things. And I've realized it makes just getting dressed for those events just a tiny little bit easier, just a tiny little bit, you know, even if I didn't create the whole outfit, you know, at least I kind of got a start on it in my head. You know, I'm washing the dishes, I'm figuring out you know, what I could wear to work tomorrow, you know? It's 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 fun. It really is. I mean, at least for me. Okay, number nine. This is a big one. This is a I recommend this. If there's one thing that you take away from this podcast, it should be this point. You need to be purchasing five to seven new outfits per season. And you need to be obviously following my rules for investing in your wardrobe, which is your favorite one. That one has been, that one has been, it's quadrupled the number of downloads. That one is four times the amount of a normal episode. So you guys really liked this one. You guys really, really liked that. So if you liked that, take this point with you, please. Five to seven outfits per season using those investment tips. You know, kind of head to toe if you want, you can include shoes in it because then when time goes on and, you know, if you truly invested in those pieces, you're able to go into different seasons and use them 
again. Like, you really only need five to seven. And I'm like, I'm on the lower end of this. Like, I'm, I really only do like, say, five outfits. And some of them are honestly just like dresses, like a dress that I could put on, you know? But I know that I invested in it and I followed, you know, what I believe in and my values so that eventually it will come back around, you know? Um, you know, you can, you're able to mix and match those pieces in the season. Um, so yeah, I mean, with that, this goes into my next point, number 10, about outfit repeating. This is such a simple one too, but I don't know who told us that we couldn't outfit repeat. I don't know who told us that. It's so fake. It's so fake. Like, and I used to think like this a lot. Um, it's okay to outfit repeat and it will pay off for you in the long run. You might not think you need five. You might you might think that you need more than five to seven outfits. But you really don't. Isn't that kind of crazy to think about? That like in the fall, like you really only need five to seven new outfits you know like you're really not doing that much like people really don't seem like that much or care at least that much everyone's too busy thinking about themselves you know this is um a tip that um i've gotten from a co-worker um so you know take take that one with um with a grain of salt as well outfit repeating you know and um, the five to seven outfits per season. Okay, we made it to our last point. Crazy. Um, number 11, Miss Marie Kondo and her folding techniques. Folding my laundry in a way that lets me look at everything in one swoop. And I don't have to go digging through my drawers So, in 2017, I read Marie Kondo's The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, her book, and that changed my life. If if you're not a reader, I highly suggest you get the audiobook because it's fantastic as well. Um, So, Marie goes into folding, so like you the essence of it is you just need to like look it up on youtube honestly but like you basically make a rectangle out of whatever it is you have and you fold it up so that it stands on its own and so when you put it in your drawers it's like it's all it's all there out in front of you it's not like how retail stores um stack their clothing on top of each other you know they do that because it's it's one size or it's sorry it's one garment and it's all different sizes underneath it like you don't need to go looking through the pile to see you know what each one looks like when I go into my drawers and I have them folded like they do in the retail stores it's like I'm always working around it like I'm always trying to leave the pile as clean and neat as I as I came to it you know, like trying to get something that's on the bottom or trying to see, you know, what, what's up with like what that thing is like trying to identify it. 
and so that I can make an outfit with it. But anyways, this will also totally at least double the amount of space you have in your drawers, which is nuts. And you know that I need it desperately. So that concludes the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it renews your sense of confidence in your style. If you could please, um, you know, leave me a review. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, go check out my Instagram. Um, My personal is also linked there. My Poshmark is also linked there. Go check out the Style Not Fashion Instagram and TikTok. Um, Give me a follow. Um, Also, just thank you so much for all the support. It's really cool also to see all the countries that have been coming up. Um, Obviously, USA is my top country, but also it seems to be popular in the UK and and Australia, which I think is super interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised because they're predominantly English-speaking countries, but like, and this is an English-speaking podcast, but um, anyways, it's just been really cool. So thank you so much for all your support, and I will see you next Wednesday on Drop Day. Take care. Thank you.